Hi, this is Matthew Schwartz, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. I'm at the RSA conference speaking with Julien Belanger, the co-founder and CEO of Previty, a next-generation application security platform. First things first, Julien, how do I pronounce the name of your company? Previty, and it's coming from the Prevo. And if you, in French, Prevo means the right hand of the king in the Middle Age, in the 11th century, for criminal justice. So when we looked for a name, yeah. we basically looked at very smart security names, and they were all taken. So I was reading The Three Musketeers, and the Prevo came up, and I'm like, yeah, that actually makes sense. And I added a Y, and no returns in Google. It was the first time that there was a search on Previty. And so we stuck to it, and now it's a, it's a good differentiator for us. So tell me a bit about the company. When you think of security and you talk to CSO or CISO today, they have network security in mind and they have endpoint security in mind. And most of the CISOs and the security industry have been focused on securing the network, the perimeter, and securing the entry points to the network, the endpoints. Um, that is basically technology that relies on pattern, pattern matching, definitions, and so on. And it's aimed at protecting is an infrastructure that's very well established. But it doesn't take into account a few things. One is the rise of applications, the fact that now every business, whether you're a travel agency, uh, an industrial business, a bank, a media company, most of your business is done through applications. Most of your business is supported through applications, whether they are the support functions or simply like your customer-facing type of applications or your internal-facing applications. And all these applications are interconnected. They can be facing in the web. They can be intranets. They can also be just purely connected to other applications. But basically, they talk to the same databases. They talk to a bunch of interested users and interested source of data. So the industry has looked at application security as a small child that we could protect behind the web application firewall, which is an extension of what the network has been doing. And then they looked at it from a different perspective, from a quality perspective, by looking at the code and by scanning the code, like what Veracode is doing and others, and by looking for vulnerabilities in the code. But if you think about that, what you do when you look for vulnerabilities, you only look for potential risk. You're not actually looking at what's happening. And when you think of endpoint security and network security, these guys are selling to their customers protection and monitoring in real time. There's nothing like this in AppSec because it's very, very difficult to do it because you have to do it within the application, within the software. So when Kunal and I started the company, we thought about it from a content perspective. How can we make sure that the content coming into the application is going to execute safely in the context of a browser, in the context of the database? And then we expanded from that, and Gartner about a year ago coined the terms RASP, Runtime Application Self-Protection, and brought us into that category. And that's why we started really seeing like CISOs and CISOs starting to worry a little bit more about their applications, starting to understand that the application itself is under attack whether you have a perimeter-based approach or not, it doesn't matter. Because it's web-facing. It's, it's, it's accessing people like you without the perimeter involved. And, and so from there, we built an application security platform that basically run at runtime in the application that is agnostic of the language of the application. So as an enterprise, you're going to deploy a bunch of applications that are going to have multiple languages, from .NET to Java for the main ones, but also Ruby and Rail, Python and node and, and so on. And as a CSO today, your main question is, how do I actually protect and monitor my applications in real time at scale? Because I have thousands of applications, because I have legacy applications, because I'm still building new applications, because my third-party vendors are building applications for me. 
and I have no control over that. Because developers are not security experts and they're not tasked to build security. How do you put security into the application? That's what we build. We build a platform that's scalable, language agnostic, doesn't add any performance to the application, doesn't add any latency to the application, and essentially is basically able to understand content in the context of the application. So we took a LangSec approach, a language security approach, versus everyone else who's taking a pattern matching approach. Our goal is to, and that's what we've built, is to understand a piece of content the same way it's going to go and execute into your browser, the same way a query is going to go to a database, the same way any kind of behavior happening in the application is understood by the application, we understand it the same way. And, and we basically understand that, can report it in real time, but also can coerce the content into a non-malicious uh, content before it goes into the application. So at the end of the day, the value proposition is if you have vulnerable applications or non-vulnerable applications, it doesn't matter. You deploy brevity and whatever is coming from the outside or the inside to the application is going to be treated and made safe for the application to execute, whether it's vulnerable or not. And where does that happen? Where is that treatment? It happens, so the treatment happens in the, uh, the private security engine, and the private security engine can be based in the cloud, or it can be based on-premise. So a lot of the financial institutions want to have the engine on-premise. So we deploy our engine the same way we run in the cloud, we run it on-premise on their servers, so that they can basically create their own private cloud. Um, that security engine can also be deployed in the application itself without having to make a call to another server. And that's what we're going to release in the, couple, in the next couple of months. So this is a new feature. This is a first, actually, for you. Okay. Uh, it's going to be deployed in the future so it doesn't have to run on the server? It doesn't run anywhere. It just runs within the application completely. So there's not any more. Is that an SDK sort of thing, or how does that happen? It's, it's a plugin that you build into the application. Okay. So, so you uh, do need to make a slight modification. Yeah, so do you. We have three ways to deploy in the applications today. One is the SDK, and that's for SSDLC, current deployments. You want to secure your application as you're building your application. A second one is the plugin, and the plugin is essentially dropping that into the application without changing the, the code of the application, so no involvement from the developers, and that is a blanket cover for your application. Whether it's legacy or current, whether you have 3,000 applications, this is a very scalable way to deploy. And then what we're just realizing now is the in-app deployments, where essentially we compacted our entire security engine so that you can deploy it within the application itself without having a plugin, an SDK, or a security engine. Let's step back a little bit. Yes. What problem is this solving? SQL injection attacks, for example. Everyone knows about them. They're still there, running rampant. You know, there's a lot of very common attacks. So, you know, what... What is this meant to address? So if you look at uh, the top application threats, and they've been around for 5, 10 years, they're the same. They're about 97 to 99% of the threats, whether you talk to um, whatever, whomever you talk to, it's going to be always XSS, reflected XSS, persisted XSS, SQL injection, CSRF, and now we are seeing also command injections. Command injections. Oh, command injections. Yeah. So Previty can basically protect against all these top application threats. Um, now the question is, we have that unparalleled visibility into what's happening in the application. Today we're able with Previty, whether you run it in monitoring mode or prevention mode, we're able to tell you the who, what, when, where 
in the application. And by that, I mean that we're able to tell you who's taking the malicious action in the application to the IP address, but also to the session ID or the cookies. And we're able to tie that back to a WAF or perimeter security-based approach if you want to. We're able to tell you the what, the payload. And by the payload, we're able to show you what the payload is coming in for forensic, for example, and what it is without privacy, changing the payload. We're also able to tell you the when. And the when is very important because for forensic, you want to know when it happened, but you also want to look at frequency so that you can analyze like slow-moving, for example, DDoS attacks in the application. And then the, the where is, to me, the most valuable. We're actually able to show you where the exploit is attempted at a URL level. So that when you've scanned your application and you have a thousand vulnerabilities and you're wondering, well, which one should I actually fix? We have a way to tell you, well, this part of the application is under attack 100% more than any other part of the application. You should start remediating that part of the application before any other part of the application. So unparalleled visibility basically giving you a first, uh, a first glance into what's happening in the application and the first time you can actually prioritize where you should focus your efforts into the application. And that developers love that because they hate when you tell them you have a thousand, you have a thousand vulnerabilities, there are theoretical, uh, theoretical vulnerabilities detected by the scanners, which one should I fix? Which one is real? What do I start? So we, we solve that. You're getting this information. It could theoretically be fed back to other parts Absolutely. of the enterprise. So, is there a roadmap for you for that? You know, stakes. Amazing question. So, we're building a tremendous uh, threat intelligence and visibility into the application that none of the other security players have today because they're not in the application. The same way as we don't have network data, they don't have application data. And our most of our roadmap now is dedicated to create the ecosystem and participate into the ecosystem whether we can take input from the scanners or give back threat intelligence to a SIEM, a data store, or simply feed it back to a WAF or a network appliance. That's all what we're building today. Uh, and it's as simple as pushing data into Splunk or Alien Vault and have the big data type of teams at the big financial organization correlate the application security threats with the network threats, with the endpoint threats. Um, the, big, the big themes I've seen are, last year was a lot about endpoint security. Uh, is still true today, but endpoint security and network security are now more relying on threat intelligence because they are the infrastructure and they will work better if they get the intelligence. And that's, I think, where Previty uh, is going to be very, very well with the other players is that we have that amazing intelligence that no one has seen before. And when I show our intelligence to a customer, our prospect, they really freak out. That with Alien Vault. They're awesome guys. I love them. Give me a critique, if you will, of what they're doing with their Open Threat Exchange. So the challenge today is that every enterprise is collecting as much information as they can without knowing what they can do with the information. And the guys like Splunk are not helping in the sense that they're not here to add a layer of intelligence. And I think that's what the Alien Vault guys are going after is there's too much data in the world right now. A lot of it is redundant and it really doesn't give you any kind of insights into what you should be doing in terms of actions, what kind of a security posture you should be adjusting. And so Alien Vault is basically, in my, my, my understanding, Alien Vault is building that layer of intelligence that's gonna allow the consumption of a ton of data. Yes. And we're definitely looking forward to fitting our data into Alien Vault because that's a piece of the data or the piece of the uh, equation that they don't have yeah. and that we can fit to them. So I love, love the company, absolutely great guys.
Julien, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me. At RSA, this is Matthew Schwartz for ISMG. Thank you for joining us.